Hello there, I'm Dee Reddy and welcome to Inside Intercom. We're taking a break from our regular programming over the holiday period and thought it might be a nice time to share some of our favourite episodes from across the year with you, just in case you missed them. Earlier this year, we launched the Conversational Support Funnel, Intercom's new framework for understanding and implementing next-generation customer support at scale. In this episode, Emmett Connolly, Caitlin Patterson and Jane Honey break it down for you. Let's have a listen. Thanks all for joining us today on this remote roundtable on Inside Intercom. Today we're going to be discussing the conversational support funnel. It's Intercom's new framework for understanding and implementing next generation customer support at scale. So let's start off by hearing from our panelists about what they do here at Intercom. Jane, let's start with you. Hi there. Yeah, I'm Jane. I'm the Senior Product Director for five teams in our London office. So I've got various product managers reporting into me and we focus primarily in the support space. I'm also co-site lead for the London site where we've got five product teams up and running. Brilliant. Caitlin, let's go to you next. Sure. So thanks, Dee. Great to be here. So my name is Caitlin. I lead Intercom's global customer support team. So we love and use Intercom, of course, to support our customers uh, via the messenger. And so I'm excited to talk about conversational support and, and what that looks like on our team as well. And Emmett? Hi, I'm Emmett. I run the product design team based here in Dublin, where I am, and in London, over where Jane is, building all of the products that hopefully people know and use uh, in the intercom. Brilliant, Emmett. I'm going to stay with you for the next question because I guess the best way to kick off this conversation is probably to start at the beginning. So what actually is the conversational support funnel and how does it work? Okay, so to start maybe at the very beginning, when when a lot of people, I think, or most people think about intercom and and customer support, they think about our messenger and, and our approach very much is a messenger first approach to delivering your customer support via this messenger that's embedded in your product. And when you start from that point, you suddenly have a lot more options and flexibility about the different types of support that you can provide. So when we looked at how our customers were using the messenger to provide support, we realized there are lots of different flavors, actually. There's like some people leaning into automated support, some people doing things that look more like live chat. And all of this like depends on maybe the question, specific question that's coming in or the customer type that you're providing support to. So there's not really a one size fits all. There's lots of different approaches. And so so to answer your question, the conversational support funnel is really a framework that we have, have put together to help you provide the right type of support at the right time and in the right order. So to, to get a bit more specific about that, we notice a lot of support activities falling into like a, a proactive support bucket, right? Where people were trying to get ahead of their customers' problems and, and preempt what they were seeing. Then you might have what you might think of more self-serve or automated support, like articles, answers from bots, that type of thing. And then, of course, human support, where you're trying to really one-on-one resolve an issue with the right team member. And so this framework that we put together really helps to root a question to the right part of that funnel at the right time, provide appropriate handoffs and and fallbacks where needed between them. And so it's a much more joined up experience from your customer's point of view. And I guess the last thing to say about it is it's kind of modular, right? You can pick and choose the parts of this funnel 
that work for your business or that work for the, again, the customer that you're dealing specifically with, or you can choose to kind of put it all together into one full system for, for maximum efficiency. Okay, brilliant. That sounds like a really robust framework. But I guess the next question is how one would apply this on a practical level. Caitlin, as Global Director of Customer Support, I'm sure that side of things is front of mind for you. So perhaps you could kick us off on this one. Sure. Yeah. Happy to to bring to life what Emmett has described there in terms of how we're thinking about it in our own support experience uh, with Intercom's customers. So you know, starting at the the bottom up, I suppose, human support, right? This is our team and, and we hire really brilliant, great people and we want them focusing on the things that are best suited to their expertise and experience. So with the right tools like inbox automation, inbox and messenger apps, you know, workload management, robust reporting, the list goes on. You can really make human support more efficient, personable, and at times even more profitable if you think about sort of that more commercial swing. And so we're really thinking about how do we empower these brilliant, great people to work efficiently and intelligently so that their time, energy, and effort is really focused in the right place. You know, then moving through the funnel, we've got the self-serve support, or some might call this automated support. So this is really where we're thinking about how to use smart chatbots and, you know, our curated help center uh, or knowledge base, as some would call it, to really scale our support and provide customers with the fast answers that they need without increasing our headcount or overstretching the team. We often talk about measuring this as like our rate of automated resolution, not, you know, as much as our customers may like us, they don't always want to wait for us. And so what can we present to them in an automated way to resolve their query? And then I guess at the top of the funnel is that proactive piece. I love the the framing I think Emmett touched on here is like right content, right person, right place. How do we prevent questions from arising in the first place by providing customers with the right help at the right moment? So that's how we're kind of thinking about bringing it to life. Always a work in progress, uh, of course, but we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, I can imagine you are. And, I, and for my next question, Jane, I'm going to go to you. But I'm, I'd imagine with everything that Caitlin and Emmett have already said, people are already starting to think about this themselves. What do you see as being the key benefits of the conversational support funnel? Well, the exciting thing is that there are lots of benefits. So it's easy for us to talk about benefits. Uh, I'm really exciting to share them with you. Ultimately, the conversational support funnel improves customer loyalty, but also it'll improve the workload and the well-being of your support team. So when we think about the benefits, I think about them in three themes. Um, The first theme is about increasing the customer experience. So we know customers have got really fast and high expectations of when they'll receive help. And because of the support funnel, we know your customers are going to get a better experience with faster resolutions at at the exact moment that they're needed. And it's no secret that positive support experiences drive more loyalty. So by helping your customers get more value out of your product, they'll stay longer with you or engage more deeply or buy more products from you, and they'll start recommending you to everyone else. So the primary benefit we see is that this will really drive an increase in that customer experience, that support experience. The second benefit is in the space of helping our customers deal with unprecedented support volume. So it really helps customers scale their support activities and answer more questions from more customers without increasing their headcount, so keeping their costs lower. 
And then the third benefit is around this morale piece and the team benefit that we see. So it's no surprise that support teams have got very high turnover. Um, But we see the funnel, one of the benefits of the funnel is that it starts to filter out all the simple repetitive questions and make sure that teammates are focusing on the questions that are much more interesting for them to answer. So really helping improve job satisfaction for the team and making sure that they stay longer with you as a company and feel more valued. Yeah, well, one thing I would add, maybe this is more of a, from a, a product person's point of view, but like, I think it's rare that you get one of these chances where you, you, you can provide a product that is beneficial to all the players in the game, if that makes sense. So like what Jane was saying there, it's a better user experience, you know, getting faster answers in a nice UI for the customers. It's better for support teams. I think they get to do, you know, spend more time on the type of work that they'd want to be doing, maybe the deeper type of work and, and like better for the business as well from an efficiency point of view. Yeah, that sounds like superb benefits to have. Caitlin, did you have anything to add there before we moved on? Yeah, I would say, you know, as a support leader and 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 leading a team who heroically, you know, manages thousands and thousands of customers' questions a month, it can be a daunting space and it can it can feel a little like you're just you know, facing a fire hose and trying to figure out how to stay on top of things. So well, I think another benefit here is that it really brings structure and clarity and, and a framework, obviously, to build out your support strategy. So often companies are just trying to keep up with volume and, and higher, 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 but at some point it becomes unsustainable uh, and too expensive to continue hiring. So I think for support leaders out there that are thinking about scale or are looking ahead to scale, this is really helpful because it's a, it's a framework through which you can build your strategy upon. Yeah, well, let's stay with that for like how businesses can build strategy on. What does that adoption of this conversational support funnel look like for businesses? Staying with you on this one, Caitlin. Yeah, sure. So I guess the first thing is, and something I'm certainly thinking about in partnership with my support operations team, and the advice I would give is is firstly to take a step back and take time to architect and ensure that you're going to build something through this funnel and this framework that's durable, right? As a support leader, you're not really interested in like rebuilding your support model every every few months. But you also, of course, want it to be adaptable. I think uh, Emmett used the word modular, which, you know, it's like, what what elements are we going to lean into this year? And, and where are we seeing gaps? And you know, I think this model will really transform the way that you can support your customers. So it's just important to give it the proper planning that it deserves. And I guess what I mean by proper planning is really determining upfront what already exists for each segment in the funnel and what needs to be evolved and then what just doesn't exist yet and needs to be created. So I really think of like an example here. If we talk about proactive support for us, you know, that's like, okay, what content do we already have? What already exists either in our help center or webinars or helpful guides? And what would be the best way to surface that content to the right customer at the right time? And then, you know, where are we seeing frequently asked questions and that content doesn't exist? So we need to go create the content before we can even think about where and how to surface it. And then I guess, you know, another example is on the human support side or your team, you know, what are they currently doing that 
could and should be automated or at least made to be more efficient. And this is where you really need to lean into the team for great partnership. You know, as a support director, I'm not in the inbox day in and day out. I don't see that work that is that sort of manual repetitive work that Jane referred to. And so this is a great opportunity for your team to feel like they have impact, that they can raise their hand and really help you identify where there's opportunity to say, create safe replies, create new articles, et cetera. Super. So let's discuss the intelligence layer next, because this sounds fascinating to me. It's basically what it enables the conversational support funnel, in particular, proactive support. Emmett, what is possible right now and what do we see the technology advancing in, you know, the next while? So if, if you think about all of your conversations and, and Caitlin was talking about, you know, uh, answering sometimes repetitive conversations, that's actually a treasure trove of data to be mined and understood, right? What are all of the conversations that are being had by our customer support team? And once you if you can build a system, which we have, that can kind of analyze that and and understand it, it can suddenly start telling you, hey, some of this stuff is kind of lower value or more repetitive things that can be automated. And so we have got systems that, systems like our resolution bot that can look at these repetitive questions that you get again and again. So people keep asking us, how do I update my password? Or what is your what's your cancellation policy? And that's like, you know, Groundhog Day stuff for the support team. It's it's time consuming for them, but uh, from a morale point of view, as well as Caitlin was saying, it's kind of a, an energy drainer to be answering that same stuff again and again, and it's keeping you from the higher value stuff. And so in simple enough terms, our chatbots kind of spot these repetitive questions, and then they make it very easy to set up uh, automatically answering those. And so again, back to what I was saying earlier, like, that's good for your customers. It's actually a better user experience to not have to wait, even if your response time is really good, several minutes for an answer to a simple question, if a bot can give the answer straight away. And of course, it's good for your support team. And so this intelligence layer is really about across a, a variety of spaces, detecting where those gaps in your knowledge base might be or in your automatic answers that you've already set to run. And to your question as well, Dee, you talked about proactively. This can even be like an outbound messaging type thing, where if someone is in a certain situation or state or page on your app or whatever it is, you can alert them to known issues, things like bugs and so on. And so when you really start to dig and inspect that what the, the technology allows you to do, and I think we're still you know, in the early stages of building very sophisticated bots that are backed by fairly deep machine learning algorithms. There's a lot more we can and, and that we do plan on doing here. And this is where I'm not sure, you know, to your question of like, what 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 do we see coming in the next while? Like I, if we were in the studio, Jane might be kicking me under the table uh, to not say too much here. But I will say that in the fairly near future, we've got a whole bunch of things that we're excited to to launch in this particular space about making these systems even more intelligent. Okay, right. That sounds very intriguing indeed. What a, a teaser to give in a podcast, Emmett. So taking a broader view then, Jane, I mean, Intercom's been building industry-leading support tools for nearly a decade now. How has online conversational support via Messenger evolved into what we're talking about now, the conversational support funnel? 
Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm glad, Emma, in the last question that you weren't too specific there about what we're building and making, <laughs> not making too many promises. So obviously Intercom, we've always been strong believers that the messenger first experience is the best channel for support. And we've been building out that support toolkit, like you've said, for, for nearly a decade now. We absolutely still believe that messenger first is the best way for customers to support, to support their customers because it's it, you're, you're where the end user is. You're not forcing them to move to another channel to contact you. You can give support in context with a whole load of automation and apps that are unlocked to help you deliver faster resolution rates. Um, it can either be real time and, and therefore really fast or asynchronous. Lots of people think about the messenger and they only think about the real time elements of it. But there are lots of tools behind the scenes that help you deal with more complex queries asynchronously too. Plus, we know the messenger is fantastic when it comes to targeting. So you can offer different support experiences for different types of customers, different types of audiences. And we know support agents can be super efficient because they can handle more queries at the same time. Whereas if they're dealing with queries over the phone or in email, it's much harder to multitask like that. So we've always strongly believed in that messenger first approach for support. But more recently, we've worked with a lot of support leaders to develop this conversational support funnel. And, and it's a blueprint that we're really excited to share because we think it's going to help customers show them how to scale their support activities more effectively in the future, whilst also improving the customer experience. And it's that win-win situation that we were talking about earlier. So the funnel is bringing together different types of support for the first time to ensure that most of your customer questions are either absorbed through self-serve and proactive support and making sure that your support team are then freed up to focus on the most important conversations. So we believe that this will help our customers be a lot less reactive when it comes to support and it will show the breadth of support that the, the funnel offers. So often when people think about messenger support, they think about live chat, but the conversational support funnel is much more than that. It's a system that works seamlessly for all types of support. And so recently we've been building out those areas, whether they're the proactive support that you can offer, the self-serve automated support, or the tools that teammates need to handle queries in the inbox. Yeah, it just sounds like such a game changer in terms of how Customer support teams can support their customers, but also each other by getting rid of a lot of the drudgery, you know, and those those kind of repetitive tasks that you guys have described. Like, it's kind of hard to have this conversation, I think, in isolation, because there's a lot going on in the world at the moment in terms of, say, the pandemic that we're seeing that that has a huge impact. And I know, Caitlin, we've talked about this previously on the podcast and in webinars, you know, that the effect that that has had directly on customer support teams. In terms of this kind of next generational support tool, how do you think that kind of global situation is going to impact the adoption of it? Do you think it's going to accelerate it or, or affect the broader industry transition in different ways? Yeah, timely, timely and great question, Dee. So, you know, suffice it to say, I think we can all agree that the world is undergoing an irreversible transformation, but we also believe that customer support uh, is doing the same. And, and we really think that implementing the conversational support funnel will be key to, to navigating that transformation and, and coming through it successfully. So, 
you know, I think as the world adapts to our new reality in both online, doing more and more online and in a rapidly changing economy, companies really need lean support teams uh, to successfully answer more and more customer questions, right? We just don't have endless budgets to continue hiring more and more staff. So, you know, wait times for phone support in particular can just be so much longer as they can only be managed one query at a time. And so our customers uh, and our own team are really looking for faster ways to support our customers where and when they need help. And again, that's back to that, like right content, right place, right time in the proactive support. And then in the kind of automated and human space, how do we just make things more and more efficient? You know, and I guess messenger-based support really allows teams to leverage that automation, that self-serve content, and all of those efficiency tools to increase customer uh, and team satisfaction. So, you know, that's how we're thinking about adapting and, and why we're so excited about it. You know, looking at the economy, of course, there's immense damage there, and I think the extent of which uh, remains unseen. So overnight, businesses have changed from focusing on revenue growth to just you know, trying to figure out how to survive. And so the number one thing on almost every single business's mind right now is managing or in some cases cutting costs. And so there's this urgent desire to consolidate spending, you know, and tools that enable remote collaboration are of course on the rise. We're seeing that all over the place. So it's really important now more than ever, I think for us, as well as, you know, all businesses to think about how you're going to show current customers and potential customers, how your product is going to help them in both of those spaces. How can you help them consolidate and, and reduce costs, streamline and drive efficiencies? And how are you going to successfully enable your customers in this sort of new online space? So I guess long-winded answer, but you know, here at Intercom, we're really focused on showing our customers how to operate at scale more efficiently in light of this transformation that we're all seeing. And, and we think that the conversational support funnel brings kind of strategy and structure to that that big, immense thinking that people are doing. And, and we're excited about it. And, and we think others are going to be as well. Yeah, hopefully they will be. So before we wrap up, I just wanted to get your all of your thoughts actually on what you think the evolution, and I, I love that we're using that word in this, the evolution of the customer support funnel means for customer support as a whole. You know, where is this going to take us in the future? Emmett, I might start with you on that one. Uh, yeah, where my mind jumps to immediately, like we all have our own experiences of, of being at home and, and connecting online and so on. Like I, I wonder immediately the degree to which the expectations for support types on the part of customers is evolving here, you know, and it kind of makes me even more confident really to think about something that's more messenger first or messenger centric. Just the amount of communication that at least in the last couple of months has had to move online and has had to move to things like messengers, I think you know, a lot of what's been going on has has accelerated a lot of shifts. And I do wonder if that's one of those shifts towards, you know, even further deeper into these kind of messenger type ways of communicating, if that's one of the things that's going to be prompted by all of this. Great. Caitlin, any thoughts on that yourself? You know, plus one, I think, uh, you know, (laughs) what what Evan and Jane have talked about here really, really hit the, the nail on the head. But it's a big transformation. I think 
messenger first is something we've believed in for almost a decade, as you've said. And really, these beliefs that we've had are, you know, going to be more widespread and accelerated through this transformation. So yeah, I think messenger first is, is certainly the future there and thinking about messenger first in a much bigger, broader way outside of kind of real time chat that it's historically been associated with, you know, that this is really about centralizing help whatever help means for your customer base right where they are uh, when they need it most. So yeah, that would, that would be my thoughts on, on the future here. Brilliant. And Jane, let's finish with you on that last final question. Yeah. So for me, there's, there's a few massive shifts that I think this funnel represents. So one of them is this shift from a really reactive way of dealing with customer support queries. So waiting for them to come in. And I think we're going to see a much broader shift towards a proactive approach. So really reaching out before customers even have to ask the question. And I think that shift we'll see. And so thinking about support as being much more outbound rather than just an inbound experience. There's also the the shift around targeting. So the fact that all the support is done through the messenger means that it can be super targeted. So you can offer different experiences for different customers. And that's not something we've seen that's been adopted broadly. So that's another really exciting shift. And then again, just the fact that it's in the messenger and it's context rich and it's right content, right time, the the, the phrase we've been using, and that it feels very personal. So that, you know, continually making this shift away from support experiences where you feel like you're just a number in a queue, but always making sure that the customer feels personal and at at the heart of the interaction. Super. Well, thank you so much, all of you, for coming and joining us on the podcast today and giving what was, I think, anyway, from my chair as a layperson, a really amazing 360 view of what is a very, very exciting development in customer support. It's been a real pleasure chatting to you. Thanks, Dee. Thank you. We're taking a break from our regular programming over the holiday period. We'll be back next week with another highlight. Until then, happy holidays from all of us here at Intercom. This is Inside Intercom.